At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hi, you're listening to the Real Work Stories podcast, and I'm your host, Benjamin. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. And if you tuned in before, welcome back. Now, this is the podcast where I talk about all things customer service from the customer to the corporation and everything in between. But before I get started, I got to say thank you to everyone for all your support for the podcast. Thank you for all the likes, shares, comments, downloads. I appreciate it. I only say it every episode because I mean it every episode. And if you don't already follow me on Facebook and Instagram, make sure you do so at Real Work Stories Podcast. That's where you're going to find out about topics episode snippets discussions and more and today what we're going to be talking about is just a couple things that in this line of work being customer service and all i can't control i know it's hard to believe what do you mean you can't control these things you work here you control all of this stuff uh not quite that's not quite how this works like one thing i can't control when you order a package from us or a product from us, once we ship it and it ends up in the hands of the shipper, I don't know exactly what time of day you're going to get your package. Now, most shippers I know, they give us tracking numbers. And here's what we do. When they give us the tracking number, we give it to y'all. Once we give it to you, the way you track it, it's the same way I'm going to track it when you ask me about it. When you call in and be like, when, when is my such and such going to be here? Uh, let's see. Let's check this tracking number real quick. Oh, it says you'll receive it Thursday between 12 p.m. and 2 p.m. Well, when am I going to get it? I, the, the best I got for you <laughs> is what you just heard me say. I don't got no secret information, man. What they told me is what I told you. But that's the same thing I see online. That's great. I'm glad to know they didn't lie to you because I ain't got nothing else. You got a problem with that? Please call the shipper. Trust and believe me when I tell you there's absolutely nothing I can do for you. Now, what else I don't have any control over? Why the delivery driver put your package in a place you asked them not to. I know you put the little notes on the thing and you was like, please put the package on the side of the porch, not on the steps. I I get it. You don't want people to see packages on your steps. I, I understand that. But call the shipper. They're the ones who did that or didn't do that, depending on how you want to look at it. Call the shipper and argue with them because I can't help you from behind my desk. 
Right. But here's my next thing. Why did you call and get mad because you don't like packages on your step because you think it might get stolen if this one didn't get stolen and you have it? So th- anyway, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> mm. Something else I can't control. And I oh this one. I hate this. When customers mail things back to the company and ask me where it is the day after they mailed it. I don't know. Number one, I don't work in the department that receives your mail. Why? Because that department doesn't answer phones. Trust me. Putting like six applications. I'm trying to get over there. They won't call me back. But they will. Don't worry. Once once they tell you they got your package, you get the little email. I'm pretty sure they told you that already. Like, I, I don't know where your package is. You know what you should have did? You should have got a tracking number. That's what you should have did. And then you would know if we received your package or not. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay? Just connect connect the dots. Let's let's connect the dots. That's all we gotta do. Another thing I can't control, and I love this one, because customers swear that like I'm supposed to know this, or that I somehow am personally responsible for this. But when like when one of our company stores closes, please stop calling customer service and asking us why that store is closed or when it's going to reopen I don't know I pro- so I remember one day working at this bank y'all customer calls in because one of the branches is closed I get it that's the closest one to your house you got to drive another 17 miles to get to the next one it's a little bit inconvenient I get it but this guy calls in and he is fuming. Why is this store closed? Hmm, it's a great question. I don't know. First of all, I don't know where you're calling from. So I don't know, you know, why this store is closed or branch store, whatever you want to call it. So I'm like, okay, where, what's your address? Where, like, what, what state are you in? What city are you in? Where are you calling from? He gives me a zip code. I was like, that's funny because. On my screen, it says this store is open or this branch is open. So that tells me that they just recently closed this because it's not even updated in our system yet that it's closed. And he was like, well, there's a sign on the door. <laughs> did, did, did you did you read the sign? I just, I'm just curious. So he gets out of his car. I know because I hear his keys jingling and I hear him slam the door because he's got an attitude. He reads the sign on the door and the sign says something to the effect of, you know, effects of the pandemic. Multiple people are sick. So the branch is closed and there has not been a time determined for when the store will be reopened. That's that's the gist of what this um, note on the door says. Store branch. Y'all know what I'm saying. And he's like, what that got to do with anything, sir? I don't know if you realize this, but we are still in a pandemic right now. People are still getting sick all the time. That's probably why this branch is closed, sir. That's what the sign on the door says. And then he flips and goes into this long tirade. And I'm like, sir, I I really don't know what you want. Do you want me to come work in that branch for you specifically? No, I'm not doing that, sir. I'm really not. The point is, it's closed. There's nothing you or I can do about it. I'm sorry, but there's literally nothing I can do. I 
can't make them reopen the store. But if it bothers you so much, how about you put in an application here and then you can go open it? That's a thing. But what do I know? Or the next thing I can't control. Even when stores and branches and stuff like that are open. I love when customers somehow call in and think that I can control the manager of that store when the manager decided to not do the thing that they asked them to do. They're like, well, well, I, I have this, you know, this coupon code for for X, Y and Z, but the code expired yesterday. The manager in the store said he won't take it. OK, sir, it's an expired coupon for one. Let's start there. You admitted that I didn't have the coupon in front of me, so I didn't know it until you told me. Second of all, it's an expired coupon, sir. We don't have to accept it because it's expired. It's kind of why the manager didn't accept it. No, I can't make the manager accept the coupon, sir. I can't walk in there. What do you expect me to tell him? I've actually had a customer put me on the phone with the manager, and he's like, this guy in customer service wants to talk to you. And then the manager gets on the phone, and he's like, hi. I'm like, hey. <laughs> and then we just sat there kind of awkwardly for like 15 seconds. And it was like, so... I don't know why he gave you the phone, sir, because... You and I both know that there's nothing that I can do to make the coupon work. It's expired. I mean, that's just how it goes. And the manager's like, yeah, that's what I told him. All right, sir, you can give the phone back to the customer because there's really no point in me talking to you. And then the customer's like, so what are you going to do? Nothing, sir. That's kind of what I told you in the beginning. There's nothing I can do. You've got an expired coupon. It's it's that simple. There's it's not rocket science. I promise it's not. But then sometimes I wonder, is rocket science easier than this? Because at least there would be a point to the end of this. Versus with customers, there's there's no point. You're just, you're just going to be like a hamster on a wheel. Just Anyway. Like, but another thing I can't control is why the last time you call, you talk to somebody... And they didn't do the thing that they said they were going to do. And customers love asking this question. They're like, well, why didn't Jimmy do this? I, I don't know, sir. I don't know. And here's the thing. There could be a million reasons why they probably didn't do it. But the crazy part is for some reason, customers automatically assume that just because somebody didn't do something, that they didn't do their job right. Like, if a customer demands that you order them, you know, a certain thing, you know, I need a new charger for my phone, let's say. And they're like, I need a new charger, send it to my house, 127 Main Street, and then hang up the phone. Like, I, I really don't know what you expected to actually have accomplished here because you ain't tell nobody your name. You barely gave me an address. I don't know what kind of charger you need because I don't know what kind of phone you have. Like, there's just so many things that did not happen that needed to happen. And then on top of that, you didn't give me no credit card information. So, no, we're not sending you anything. And then they somehow have an attitude with that. Like, which part of any of that made sense to you? Absolutely none. But I tell you this. 
I can't control that it ain't get done. Cause you want to call in and act like a donkey and think that that was somehow supposed to persuade somebody to do something, you know, semi decent for you. Again, that's not quite how this works. Just, I'm just saying. Another thing I don't have control over. Why the last person didn't call you back when your call got dropped. Yeah. Like, number one, I don't have no control over your call dropping. Or do I? (laughs) Number two, and I just found out this was a thing. Not just found out, but I mean like a couple years ago I found this out. You'd be surprised at the amount of people that work in com- work in like certain call centers within certain companies, where they just straight up are like, "Oh, if a call drop, that's cool. They'll they'll call back. Just don't worry about it. Just take the next call. Don't don't even trip." And you'd be like, "Oh, okay, cool. I enjoy that very much." But customers don't know that just be like I've talked to seven people and my call keeps getting dropped you better call from a landline then or get somewhere with better cell phone reception or something because your call keeps dropping it's not my fault I can't control that or can I I would neither confirm nor deny that anyway the next thing I have no control over the fact that you've been on hold for 17 minutes to talk to somebody the reason why I can't control this in any way, shape, form, or fashion, because and I, I really need customers to hear this one loud and clear. The reason why you're waiting so long to talk to somebody is because of other people like you. You're on my phone, wasting my time, calling for no reason, and talking about nothing. Y'all are literally the reason why other people wait. It doesn't matter how fast I answer these questions. You keep asking stupid questions. I have to, for some unknown reason, keep responding to you. But all that to say, I don't have any control over this. I can't make people hang up. Or can I? Again, I would neither confirm nor deny that I can or cannot make anybody hang up the phone. But at the end of the day, I said it before, I can't control none of this stuff. All all of this is outside of my control. It's above me now. You know? That's the attitude I have about it. It, It's above me now. There's nothing I can do. But what you could do Just keep tuning into the Real Work Stories podcast. Again, if you don't already follow me on Facebook and Instagram, please do so at Real Work Stories Podcast. Catch you in the next episode. Thanks again for tuning in. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.